What does motion sound like? With Kizik Hands Free Shoes, it sounds a little something like this. Experience the magic of motion. Get a free pair of socks with your first order at kizik.com slash socks. The following segment is from Monday, Football Monday, on the SB Nation NFL Show, where we're discussing your favorite team. Subscribe to the SB Nation NFL Show to make sure you don't miss conversations like this one. Welcome back. The time has come. Some people talk about come-ups of the week. Some people talk about the Green Jacket of the week. A lot of people are talking about it, but everybody is talking about the yeet of the week. Y-E-E-T, Michael Kiss, who does it belong to in week 13? So we are going to talk about some Lions here in a second. We are going to talk about the future of Matt Stafford and how they've looked without potato brain Matt Patricia. But I got to I gotta <laughs> quickly shout out Matt Stafford for the yeet of the week. I also think it should be the come up of the week because the 49-yard touchdown, right? It's second quarter. There's 230 left, gentle listener, if you want to go watch it. First and 10. And Quintus Cephas who was getting playing time because they cut Marvin Hall. The assumption was he would get more playing time. He would get a chance. Guy ran a burning 47340 if I, if if I'm not mistaken uh during his pre-draft process, but he burns Fuller on this one. Kyle Fuller, darn good cornerback, and Stafford just puts a beauty on him for the touchdown. Keeps them in the game and eventually the Lions would win this one, but that is my yeet of the week. I think I think Stafford had a great game quality quarterback i'm fascinated about his future in detroit well you didn't mention it kissed you know i'll look past that i will i'll just piggyback that's the green jacket of the week you know what i mean like <laughs> I, I know you you only mentioned come up and that's fine but we'll double up uh the award right there uh let's get to our special guest jamie reisman from pride of detroit joins michael kissed right now to talk about the lions getting the dub over duh Bears. Let's talk about this Lions team now that they have fired Matt Patricia, who I've often said on this show has a potato for a brain. <laughs> Thankfully, they're rid of him. They install offensive coordinator Daryl Bevel as the interim head coach. They come out and score 34 points, super aggressive through the air in this game in a win over the Bears. What's the feel? What's the vibe of this Lions team in the immediate wake of Patricia's departure in this win against the Bears? Well, I think simply put, it's just it's more fun now. Uh, I, I don't think there's necessarily any big, you know, long-term changes coming to the team or anything like that, but they're more fun. Matthew Stafford is more fun again. He, he was throwing the ball 15 yards down the field. I think he threw it that far deep 16 or 17 times against the Bears, where it was like, I think, one or two usually before then. And so average intended air yards went from like eight and a half through the first couple months of the season to I think he was at 11 and a half yesterday so just more fun to watch I mean and you're playing obviously to Matthew Stafford's strength the fact that they hung 34 on the Bears without Kenny Galladay without DeAndre Swift is is a big win and you know all the tenants of of a Matt Patricia team are stopping the run running the ball and that's how you win the lines didn't stop the run they didn't they didn't establish the run on offense and they still won the game and so you're just like yeah where, thank God that potato brain is gone. You're, you got it exactly right. All right. Yeah. I mean, thank thank God for that. And look, you just wrote for Pride of uh, Detroit. I saw at uh, SB Nation NFL, the Twitter account shared this. Uh, the headline that you wrote is, don't take these last four Matthew Stafford games for granted. Uh, and then in the subtitle there, Stafford's future is unclear, but he's still extremely fun to watch in the present. And I agree with you. And asking about Stafford here, the potential outs for his contract kind of start this offseason, even though there's a hefty charge. Now, I'm 
Stafford guy, so I'm not advocating for this. In fact, I'll, I'll ask you to put a percentage on it. What's the likelihood that Stafford is the quarterback with the Lions under a new regime next year? I still think it's fairly high. I mean, you mentioned I think it's like a 19 million cap hit the Lions will take if they decide to move on from him. And I think that's a lot for a new general manager and a new head coach to take on. So it's probably not a move they'll necessarily make. But at the same time, I mean, if he continues to play the way he just did, his trade value might not ever be higher. So again, it's kind of a it's a push pull for for the new GM there. But at the same time, I mean, even if the Lions are in a position to draft a quarterback next year, I think it's probably wise to to do the Green Bay route and just have him sit a year behind Stafford. So if I had to put a percentage on it, 65, 70 percent. But to me, that that as you know, also a big Stafford fan, putting a 30 percent chance on him not being the starting quarterback next year is extremely frightening. Let's play a little would you rather. Would you rather win out and make the playoffs or would you rather lose out and secure a high draft pick? <laughs> tough I one. mean, yeah, that's a tough one. It's one I feel Lions fans face pretty much at every point uh, when we when we turn the calendar over to, to December. Um, but to me, I'm, I'm a live in the moment guy. I'm a, I mean, Lions fans, take, you, got, you got to take pleasure in playoff appearances. Even if they're getting smoked in the first round, I, I'll take that, honestly. And you also have to realize, if the Lions win out, that means they're beating the Packers, the Titans, the Buccaneers, and the Vikings, four teams that are already in a playoff position right now. And so if they win those games, maybe they actually belong in the playoff game. <laughs> and maybe they can sneak a, a win there. And so maybe that increases the chance of Daryl Bevel sticking around. And I know that's not going to make a lot of Lions fans too happy. And I love maybe it hurt. <laughs> I You know, I... I I certainly love what he did on Sunday. So if he continues what he's doing and wins four games, then maybe he deserves a shot at the head coaching job. And maybe the Lions deserve to be in the playoffs, as crazy as that sounds. Yeah, you need a lot of things to go right to win those games. And those things going right means more than just some slots and a draft pick. In my opinion, in the Lions situation, obviously each team is is different. Every team is unique. Snowflake, all that stuff. Who are you eyeing as if it's not Bevel, if they don't promote him and he doesn't earn it or whatever the case may be? And I say I love him. I say I love him because he's so aggressive and it's super fun to me for, for me to watch on film. Uh, yeah. But but if he's not, they don't think he's qualified. If you had to pick a Lions coach today, who are you poaching? It, it's probably Robert Sala. I mean, part of me is just like, I don't I don't really want to go another defensive guy. <laughs> um, but at the same time, it, it just kind of feels like the stars are aligning already there. Um, he's one of the few great coaching candidates that would actually have motivation to, to go to Detroit, you know, given his home ground roots here. Just two miles outside of uh, of the Lions practice facility. Mm. He's obviously done a fantastic job over there in, in San Francisco. First couple of years were rough. He gets a, an influx of talent last year, and then all that talent goes away to injury this year, and they're still a top 10 unit. So um, a, a really spirited guy, a guy that people love. If, if Richard Sherman is vouching for this guy, I'm listening, uh, period. And maybe that maybe he brings along Richard Sherman. And then as for the offense, maybe you keep Daryl Bell around. He's actually had a history with, with Robert Sala back in Seattle. Um, if not, I mean, I'll take Mike LaFleur, the passing game coordinator over there from San Francisco. Anyone from that Shanahan tree? Yeah. I'm game. I'm game. So <laughs> even maybe you get a, a young up-and-comer there on the offensive side of the ball, too. So I think it's it makes a lot of sense. Um, there's those homegrown roots, and, and maybe he can fix a really, really broken defense thanks to Matt Patricia. Not often do you hear somebody advocate for a defensive hire on that, but I mean, you, you make a really good case. So, Jeremy, uh, we look forward to, to watching the Lions and their process and how things shake out for them. It's going to be uh, super fascinating to watch from the outside. Make sure you don't miss our next conversation by subscribing to the SB Nation NFL Show wherever you get your podcasts.